Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, good afternoon, and uh, welcome, Laurie and Julia Show. I talk about our 7 1 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we're on the road. As a matter of fact, we are kicking off our eighth annual Food for Families Drive. This yes, is we are. One of many broadcasts to come, and we are at uh, stop six of the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour. Specifically, today we are at 4816 Wilford Way in Edina, and we're sitting on the is this a four-season porch? This this would be, I think, a three-season. Three it's a storm porch, a screen porch. That storm we, porch. We've never been in a porch like this before. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah. This is actually we're t- we're really fun we're for one me. one door down from your old house. I know. It's wild. It, we're two doors down. Two and doors. so Vicky, who lives here, Vicky and Chuck. You knew them. I, I've known them. Vicky was in my book club that I started years ago. This group didn't like me so much because I didn't read back then. Yeah. Now I'm on the <laughs> radio confessing I don't read every book all the <laughs> all time. time yeah. But I did download because we have two next week, one yes. of them. But last time I was here for book club, I believe they had just remodeled. And that was 2002 or three, Vicki. Three. And so after I lived here for six months while I had my new job and then I moved, we moved across the way to Woodbury. But I had lived here for five years prior yeah. to that. So I, you can see all my friends are lined up around here, yeah, boy. I see it. um, it's just an outstanding I crowd. I spent so much right? time at that house. Mm. At was, my house, you were you were like our child. I, I kind of. She was. I'd had dirty stories. <laughs> no, no, but I had two little ones. I moved here, and then I had my son a couple weeks later. Yeah. Um, s- number two, and then you would come over and hang out with us because you were going through a lot of things in your life. And we were yeah. so, f- and I couldn't go stable. out. You were my stable, we were stable. friend. And I was like, well, at least I can hang out at Julia's. And, you know, I always loved just hanging out with you guys. And it would always be on, you know, the off nights when you don't have anything. Sunday, going. Monday. Sunday, Monday. We would have food. We would have wine. And we couldn't leave because we had little kids. Yeah. So that was kind of how that went. But this, the latest remodel here is part of the luxury remodeling tour. And it's. This Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 6 p.m., you can tour five remodeled homes with an average budget in the remodel of $580,000. Wow. So Vicki and Chuck have been doing better than when I lived here. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So the remodels, I mean, it's so amazing what they've done here. Their whole home is completely transformed. I'm so delighted that we're here. You can get tickets. Tickets at LuxuryRemodelingTour.com or at a Menards locations. I think they're all selling them. Or at the home when you come. Or And today you can come here and give us food for families and drop by and see this beautiful home yeah, on the so corner pretty. of Wilfred Way and Brittany 
in Edina. So anyway, I'm just feel I feel happy. I took a picture of our old house. I, I wish they would plant flowers. Julia, did, did you always did have I say flowers? that out loud? Did yeah, you always you did. have flowers? Yeah. Of course. Okay. I lived around some people, people that were. Ex- Really well, good at mobbing. No, listen. I sometimes when I used to get mad at houses on Summit for not having flowers. You and, do, and, but then I realized, well, you know, there could be just somebody elderly who lives there, and they just don't have the gardening back anymore. And there's some rotten kid of theirs isn't around to plant their flowers. That's it for them. And because uh, it's why you have the beautiful house if you don't have the beautiful but, flowers. But then maybe you know, like I said, they're just not in a gardening frame of mind because they are, you know, like. Maybe the age of your Aunt Marlene today. Yes. Auntie Marlene is 86 years old today. Isn't that something? She's 86 years old. And uh, so, anyway, uh, I went, stopped over there, and I know you're stopping over there. And she's been in a nursing home. And, you know, just it's been, uh, she was a very, had a very active, out loud, vibrant life. She started the bridge. Um, back in the late for runaway 60s. youth. Well, I think it was yeah. Just was that what it's called? The bridge for runaway youth at, with her and sister Rita and she, they were nuns and no, they'd get police raids all the time. And activists. She was nuns. quite yeah. a radical. I mean, in a wonderful way, right? For some and because she joined uh, like at sixteen. I remember she told me she didn't talk to her family for a year. When you go into the Sisters of St. Joseph's. Yeah. And so anyway, so I stop over there today with a piece of pudding pie, you know, the mm-hmm. French silk. And anyway, and she loves to listen to Mary Oliver poems on what she calls, you know, your magic machine, which is my phone. <laughs> and she also really loves to listen to music. And I said, okay, we're, we'll play Eve of Destruction because that is like one of her favorite songs. And it was because of her seventh graders, which I'll tell you about in a second. So, but her other favorite, favorite song is uh, Both Sides Now. And she does prefer Judy Collins over uh, Joni Mitchell, even though she loves Joni, just to make that clear. Mm -hmm. Joni wrote the song. Yes. Yes. But Judy, should we play it? Yeah, go ahead, Holly. Yes. I, I really don't so. know clouds at all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she wrote that on an airplane. No way. Really? Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Oh. And she was looking at the clouds. Life from oh. both sides now, because that is such a... I it's such a beautiful visual. Oh, That's true. That's how she wrote that song. That was the inspiration This is why you're I so do, critical to I everything. I know. Yes, don't forget that. I'm, I'm not. And don't I'm forget. forget it. She wrote the line, I could drink a case of you and still be standing up, which I just think is like For, an amazingly that, romantic. That Prince covered. Yeah. Okay, so I get home, and Marlene and I, I mean, then we played 500 Miles by Peter Paul and Marion. That song always makes me cry because it was the first song my uncle Craig, I was, um, he was 15 and I was five. So I was very enamored with him and he had long hair and a guitar and he would play this. So this song has always made me cry mm-hmm. even when I was like five. So oh, Marlene and I are like crying, but we're singing. Well, Absolutely. And, you know, I have my tickler file, which is. Lori's had this since, so Lori and I met 27 years ago. At Carlson Companies. Yeah. It's an old hotel system or a daily salesperson system where you have a day of the week and you and file, then, file out things like people you have to call back. And I know people do it on their computer, but sometimes... Or their phones now, but whatever. it's the old-fashioned system. I'm doing, I do it the old-fashioned way. And in my tickler, and you can see this, like it's like this battered, it's a hanging fo- folder, file folder, mm-hmm. and I have it in 
today's date. And I, I don't even know how I put it there because I forgot that today was her birthday. Okay, so this is dated to us March 18, 2004. We'd been on the radio two years. I was uh, listening to your show yesterday when I heard you mention you had an aunt that was a former nun. I almost drove off the road when you said she started the bridge. Sister Marlene Barghini was my seventh grade teacher at Nativity of Mary in Bloomington in the 60s. She had a tremendous impact on my life. To this day, I steal the definition of religion she taught me. Religion is your way of life. She was the first sister I knew who didn't live in the convent. She and Colleen O'Malley had their own apartment. My mother would stop by to visit and bring a six-pack of beer. <laughs> I knew then she was no ordinary nun. I remember she had studied under Carl Menninger, mm -hmm. as in the Men's Institute. Mm -hmm. Of all my teachers, grade through through grad school, she had the greatest impact. It is great to hear she is still around and having an impact on the world. If you see her, say hello, let her know what a great job she did. We had some people really leverage that education. For example, Kathy Blatz, who was the Minnesota Chief Justice mm -hmm. of the Supreme Court, and she was an Nativity alum. And um, anyways, know, know that we remember her, and she's in our prayers, Chuck Officer. That's so sweet. Isn't that amazing? Stuff, yeah. And yes. that was in my little thing yes. for today. That's so sweet. I know. Glad you kept it. Oh, Donnie, I would she never. She keeps everything. No. I keep things. So do like, I. I'm, I'm an amazingly sentimental pack rat. Mm -hmm. But I have a system. She does have a system. She does. And anyway, mm -hmm. and one of the things that Marlene told me about why she loves the song Eve of Destruction, which maybe we can play later. Oh, I'm sure Holly can find it. Barry Maguire. And I said, uh, Marlene, why do you love that song so much? And she said, my students in the seventh grade wanted to talk to me about the lyrics because it was a anti-war song, anti-establishment. And she had never, she kind of didn't know music. You know, it was just she liked her folk yes, music and stuff yes. like that. And so the students brought it to her and they like spent, you know, maybe a week going over the lyrics of that song. Well, we can oh, play it so now. Cool. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, and sure, then we'll take it out. Okay. Anyway, happy birthday, Marlene. We love you. We love you big time. Right, we'll we are live at home number six on the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour. We'll be right back. Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is... All right, we're back. Gloria and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It is a, a food for family stop for us. The eighth year in a row we've been doing this. We are in Edina today. Uh, 4816 Wilford Way. That is the address. It's uh, stop number six of the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour. And, of course, if people are in the neighborhood, we would love it if you could uh, donate um, some non-perishable food foods. items. And all, we'll take checks. Yep. Mm -hmm. We checks will take fun. checks. Yep. All of a sudden, this place got very rowdy. Okay, I but this it. is one of the most lovely screen-in porches I think I've ever been in my life. And the new way the screens work, sliding up and down that they look like windows when they're shut. Oh, this is gorgeous. Yeah. This is uh, Vicky and Chuck's home. Mm -hmm. I won't say their last name because I don't know if we want to. Tickets are available at luxuryremodelingtour.com. It's going on tomorrow and Sunday. Yes. So we both woke up with the very, very sad, tragic news about Anthony Bourdain mm -hmm. um, taking his own life. Yeah. I texted you right away. I know you did. I th Right away. Cause I, this week, we've talked about it on the show about when... 
Kate Spade. Kate Spade passed away and just how you relive your nephew's um, it's very triggering. Suicide. It's triggering. It right? is very triggering. And I think, you know, what really struck me, I mean, I cr- yes, I've cried every day since Kate Spade. And I, just because I've thought about it, I've been reaching out. I've been calling, you know, my ne- nieces and nephews. And because it brings it all up. And even though my nephews, I, I, my nieces knew who Kate Spade, but they didn't know. But I thought, you know, they have a cousin, they have two cousins that, and it just, and I said, are you okay? Are you thinking, you know, any bad thoughts? I know you might be sad. You're probably thinking about, and, you know, I just thought I have to call them. I just have to call them. I cannot send them a text. I, I need to hear from them. And they were, you know, the one, the one boy was like, oh, Dooney, that's kind of my nickname. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't believe I'm going to be 21 next week. I just haven't even thought about it, you know. And he's going to school and he's working. So I'm like, okay, he's fine. And so for me... I haven't been okay. I've been more blubbering to them, you know. I was like, I've been thinking that Tristan's, you know, stationed in Afghanistan because my nephew was in the in the army, and you know, the magical thinking that you have when somebody dies, whether it's they're just away at college or they're away here, you know, or, whatever. A lot of magical thinking, I think, happens mm-hmm. around when someone that you really love dies. So for me, hearing Anthony Bourdain, and I feel like. Um, so a lot of women felt a connection to Kate Spade, even though we don't know her. And a lot of people feel connection to Anthony Bourdain because he wore his heart on his sleeve, man. You felt like you knew him. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, you remember when you had him in studio? Of course yes. I do. And so- For a bacon night at the Triple Rock. They yeah. didn't serve any meat there, but they had bacon night. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Bourdain was speaking. And there. we didn't even know, know who he was. was. And he was really. so nice about it. Yep. And, and <laughs> he was totally cool. And we couldn't get over how handsome he was and how, how long and tall and beautiful in the chair. And he was really cool about it. he didn't give a crap that, that we, we didn't know, know who he, he was you know he was really we had people the cameraman up from channel five and he yeah. was just there was one guy from channel five who doesn't work with us anymore who was just fanboy like, fanboy it was like crazy and we're like really is a big deal yeah. like, yes <laughs> so it's con- you know and it's it's so people even though you don't know this person you feel it and it if you just feel like you know it, so it feels weird to like mourn somebody that you don't know and think about if you don't really know them that well, then how the family feels because of course suicide is just it's it's just the worst because you will never know why you'll never know why, and it's somebody having ten seconds that's about how long it takes to however you do it that's about how long it takes that's like a national statistic and 10 seconds of someone picking a solution, a permanent solution to what is a temporary problem, but it's just that all it's... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Takes is that 10 seconds. And I swear Anthony Bourdain is just somewhere yelling, I didn't mean to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, really. And, and, and so it is contagious. I mean, after Robin Williams... Died. His documentary is out today, and how how suicides went up ten percent, and it's been in the front page of the paper because a big report came out from the Centers for Disease Control about suicide is up forty percent since like two thousand and six. It's tremendous. It's and and it's because people a don't like saying suicide. Even people who've lost someone to suicide, you don't even want to tell anybody because. Everyone just feels awkward. So I hope we can get people to go to the Science Museum. There's an amazing exhibit mm-hmm. that opened that's there through January. And and not to say the words, you know, committed to suicide. I've been died by suicide. Died, died by your own hand. And, and I was explaining to Stephanie Hansen, she goes, you have to explain to me why we can't say committed suicide. I said, because you commit crimes and you commit sins. And you're already so bereft and brokenhearted that this your person is dead by their own hand why does it have to feel like you're judging them at the same time as you're explaining how they died you know because there's all the shame around that and everything it's a, that it's a hard word it is. committed we commit people to asylums that people commit murder and people commit sins you know sorry and, that was just a nice way of saying it yeah and so i just say that because i think it helps people cuz every single person out there that has lost somebody to suicide this has been a very hard week because it brings it all back and i don't care how long ago it happened cuz there's just Never anything. Um, so that for me. So again, this morning I got up. Damn it, I don't know why I'm getting up so early. But 6.33 in case he was listening to Morning Joe and they broke in. And I just started crying and I immediately thought about him being here for bacon night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's I, been here a lot. A lot. And, he likes it here. and he's touched a lot of people globally. And Andrew and, Zimmer and I bet he's oh, heartbroken he wrote, today. He wrote something lovely Did he? about him on... on his Twitter account, Anderson, and um, you know, and, and Stephanie Hansen was at something with him. Stephanie March knew him. Our foodies, a lot of people um, were have been touched by him, and we didn't even know about him. And I remember a trip I went on with Kurt and Stephanie, and my ex and our kids, and we were in the islands sailing, and we went into this little tiny restaurant. I don't even know Stephanie would know what island it yeah. was, and we saw they had a sign with a picture of the owner of the little stand mm-hmm. and Anthony Bourdain, like we've made it, you know, and oh it was just gosh. a random yeah. little That's stop true. for yeah. jerk chicken yeah. or something yeah. somewhere and it's like, we've made it yeah. because he was here, right. and, and he really had shown us how to sit down and have food be uh, just a great way to open up conversations with people all and all these places that we'd never explored or heard about before. Well, as, as Stephanie um, said, he really changed restaurants. How how a lot of um, you know far, the farm to table and just kind of I don't know. We're not. I'm not. We're not good. That. I know. I'm looking at Chuck yeah. over here, whose house we're in, who is a huge foodie, foodie. who I know would say something much more eloquently yeah. we, than but we you, do, but you're over there. But you feel bad that he's gone. I mean, you feel really, really just sad. He was the Elvis of chefs, yeah. kind of, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was yeah. a rock star for sure. So, you know, and then uh, 
You know, he never, they, he never took himself seriously. Yeah. You know, he would try anything, and he was just felt like I'm just no different than yeah. you are. I'm mm-hmm. just and one of you. F- and he talked about his, you know, that he struggled with booze, that he was a hap- happier and a better man if he didn't drink, and you know. I mean, that's it's not easy to always say things like that. This was who he was, off camera and on camera. Yeah, so people, people, are, people are really, I think, just feeling. So reach out to people and call somebody. If you know someone who kind of goes silent or is kind of quiet, call that person. Just reach out, you know. All right, thanks. All right, thanks. We are at house number six on the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour. Any diner, stop by and say hi. We're um, accepting um, non-perishable foods for food for family drop-off. We'll be right back. 1071. Everything. Louie, I think beginning of a beautiful friendship. Entertainment. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Food for Families. It's uh, the first of several broadcasts we're going to be doing, and we've been, this is our eighth year of doing these. The food shelves... Second Harvest Heartland, they need our help and your help to restock the shelves because they do really tremendous work at Second Harvest Heartland. And uh, you can bring by non-perishable food items and also take a uh, check donation. We are at stop number six of the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour, and that is 4816 Wilford Way in Edina, Minnesota. And we are on a beautiful porch. Oh, my gosh. We are in a beautiful porch, Johnny. I wish I had one of these. I know. I have I have a three season porch and I absolutely love it. It's full of wicker, and and colorful cushions and then, you know, like I don't know. Casey calls it my junk on my walls, but I love it. What do you What do you mean junk on the walls? Well, just little. You mean talking about art? Like I have little little pictures of Paris and things I bought on my travels that kind of are kitschy looking that look nice on my the, porch. The, this comment from the man who wanted to put up Marilyn Monroe. But Donnie, <laughs> Donnie, yeah. I mean, I know people don't always agree on design. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what's art? Or what's art? Okay, yeah. so um, I'm very excited about going to see Ocean's Eight tomorrow. It might rain in the afternoon. And the girls were excited. They yes. saw my mom and my auntie who's in town. They're going to go with me. And even though I went, <gasps> when I read Colin Colbert's blistering review what this did he, morning, what did he say? Because I know. the Rotten Tomatoes has been pretty good about it. It's like, it. well, I don't know. Someone could look it up. Maybe, Jake, would you Holly look up Rotten Tomatoes or Holly, or Holly oh, no. Ken, um, what yeah. um, Ocean's no. 8 is? Don't ask Jake. Okay. He's getting us coffee. Lord. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, my <laughs> He's our engineer. <laughs> that is, and our errand uh, person. No, and we're going to tip him later. He, he's <laughs> the most wonderful guy in the world, yeah. but we're not going to ask him to do that. If we anyway, mic stands. He said, it, he, I'm not even going to repeat what he said because I'm just not going to. I mean, I'm going to go along with the new... New York Daily News and Rolling Stone and Us Weekly and People, and they liked it. And I'm not going to let, you know, his... So you're finally going to go to a movie, though? Yes, I am. I have okay, been good. to for a while, but um, I got to support the ladies. I got to see this heist. This ha- this sounds like everything I want in a movie and more. I know. I think it's going to be good. Um, so uh, anyway, okay, it's at 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So it came down it a little drop. bit. It was 78. So it it's but it's higher than... Those are all men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that they is, no, that's all, true. Those they are, don't, true. They don't get the women. Male, male critics, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. that's true. I think it's going to be... F- it looks so good. Yeah. And the person that, um, okay, so Anne Hathaway supposedly steals the movie as the, like, you know, the Grand Dame Society uh, heiress who's wittingly playing a part of having her $150 million necklace stolen. So I guess she's, like, hilarious. And then the other one that people, and I'm excited because 
even though I don't want to talk about August or anything, but if you ever read the book Crazy Rich Asians, <gasps> the movie is coming out in August, and this gal, Aquafina, who's in Ocean's 8, is in Crazy Rich You're going to be obsessed. If you want a good beach read for the weekend, oh, uh, Mary at work, you know, we turned around, yeah. and she goes, I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm obsessed. It's, Crazy yeah. Rich Asians. It, it's and a there's, trilogy of books. But you can just read one and be happy. Yeah, the first one, yeah. but there is a trilogy right. if you want to know what goes on. And uh, anyway, Aquafina was hysterical on James Corden last night. Is that a person? That's yes. her full that's, name? That's, that's, that's her that's name. Her real name is Nora, but somehow, I don't know if her friend calls her that. I, I don't have her story, but she's very comedic, and she's got this deadpan expression. And um, anyway, it was Sarah Paulson and Sandra Bullock and Aquafina on the couch with James Corden, oh, who fun. has a cameo in the movie. That's right, yeah. He's got fun. some cameo mm-hmm. in the movie. And then, uh, so anyway, and then I was absolutely 100% terrified to read about Hereditary. Do you know about this that scary this movie? Real. I've oh, seen the trailer. This... It looks frightening. Here's, here it is. Okay. <laughs> four stars out of four stars. It's a movie. I was thinking yeah. it was a DNA, because look at the headline. It has scary I'm... DNA. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's one of those ancestry yeah. So, yeah. DNA sites, but it's hereditary. And hereditary. why is it R? So if these are your jams. My mind doesn't work right. Horror violence, disturbing images, language, drug use, and brief graphic nudity. Let me Hollywood speak that. We're going to see Tackle and Bait. Oh, we are Maybe. not. Yeah, for a brief okay. second. All right, we don't yeah. have to talk about that. For a brief second. Bam! There it is. Like, Who's in this? Like Ben oh. Affleck so and Gone Girl. Tony Remember Collette. we saw that brief? Oh, the, Tony The Collette. high nubbin? And just, uh, <laughs> would, you, would you move on? Stop. <sighs> okay, so are you ready for the year's scariest movie? I don't think you are. Not at all. This film is a nerve-jangling goosebump. Uh, delivery system that's more effective than any fright movie since The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby. Oh, that sounds awful. That Uh sounds awful. It feels like a haunted house. Four. Four stars. And Tony Collette is in this. Mm -hmm. I saw the trailer for this, and I had to cover my eyes. And I was torn between... I, I can't ha- wait. I, I have to go. Th- I have to go, and I have to go with Casey, and we have to have like dots and popcorn because I need to eat in scary movies, <laughs> and and then like I never want to see that because I'll never be able to unsee it, like The Exorcist. Okay, wait that a minute. I've me. never seen. I've never seen. The I Exorcist. thought I was going to be possessed. I saw my. I made my uncle take me in eighth grade for my birthday. And That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to be yeah. possessed by the devil. I, I believe I got confirmed. I bought a Bible. I, <laughs> I went to all the classes, you know, the two years of classes for a Lutheran to be confirmed. Gloria mm-hmm. coming up. Oh, yeah. You. No. I was like, <laughs> no, I've right. got to get right with God because the devil is out no. there. And I saw it in that movie. <laughs> Did you see The Quiet Place? Yes. Oh, you did yeah. see that. Okay. But that was more like suspenseful. That was. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one, I guess, is it, it, it digs deep into fears that lurk below our consciousness from childhood <laughs> until our final days. I don't want to think those thoughts. How long is it? How many minutes of pain is well, that one going to be? Sure, anyway. you'll never go. <laughs> yeah, I it's, it's, uh, I guess you're going to jump and, and scream quite a bit on, in this movie. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. So. Those type of things can bring people close together. It's a good date movie. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe not it's a first like date. I, I might have a guy whose thigh needs to be squeezed. Hard, yeah, exactly. you know, no, but it well, is. Maybe your thigh should be squeezed because no. of the no. adrenaline and stuff. Oh God, the making out is going to be amazing if you can get see, through it. All the teenagers will be at this movie. At this movie this all weekend, of it, they will all. This is, movie is going to do so very much. well. It's 
too bad that Ocean's Eight is up against Hereditary, but we'll see. But I think Hereditary Different is going to... Different audience, I think. Yes. It is, but I mean, the kids mm-hmm. will go... I mean, they will see this a lot. They love yeah. it. Kids love to be scared. Yeah. I mean, I thought in eighth grade, I wanted to see The Exorcist. What was <laughs> I thinking? Well, and what were your parents thinking? But well, I was the fact I, that my brother, who you're married to, went very young, too. Yeah, but I was nannying. I was living in <gasps> Denver with my aunt and uncle. They had like a two-year-old, and they said, come and live with us for six weeks. And they were like cool hippies. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, we'll pay you $250. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, and I, they were fun, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't have to ask a mom or dad about going to the movie. I didn't even, I probably called my mom once a week. Jeez. Jeez, that was the good old days when you could really disconnect from your parents. You Nobody really helicoptered because you couldn't be helicoptered. So that's right. It was, it no was good. Phones, it no was, I was good. I know. Well, millennials have great nostalgia for the 70s for that very reason. Just because they would like not to be so uh, available, available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I would they really kind of look at it longingly. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Like um, you'd say, I didn't have I'll a quarter for the phone. I'll be home at midnight. Where are you mm-hmm. going to a party? Okay, no, it's it, so true. Yeah, and I don't. It wasn't like I need to it. meet their parents before you go over there. I want to. You left the house. Give me they the didn't GPS. Know where you How many were? miles away is it? And no. and you know what? I think it's best for everybody that they didn't. My you know? mom made me mm-hmm. call home at 10 o'clock. Oh, Julia, did you I'd have to run the, up the riverbank to the, the 7-Eleven to the phone? <laughs> I Everybody got it. a quarter? I hit at Piffer's Point, all the Goodrich, yeah. you know, uh, oh, and Your I did the Valley. Those. Oh, oh, I hated it. Yeah, my parents were Lucy. How Lucy. are you? Just fine. <laughs> good. So good. Yeah. Let's run back down that cliff. I mean, to seriously. Yeah, we yeah. ran up and down that river like, Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't do it. I mean, yeah. it's pretty steep when you look at it. Anyway, so I can't go to Hereditary. Right, I'm, I'm going to so say I'm going to, but I, I, you can all Hollywood speak that previous Mm-mm. thing about that. No way. No way. Too okay. much. Would you go? I would go. Aren't you going to yeah. go? I'm going to Ocean's 8. I know, but you're going to go see You made movie. it seem like you were going to go. Hereditary? Yes. Ever? You're not going to go ever? I don't know. Let I, me go what's back wrong to with this. you? Julia, this, for the very reason, you always say you don't like scary movies. I can't But you do. Them. But I don't know that I want to deep dig deep into the fears that lurk below my childhood consciousness where there is something under the bed and something in the closet and somebody upstairs <laughs> or right, downstairs. Fine. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I Or that the house has, it's a, based around a creepy house All right, fine. and a creepy presence. I don't need to introduce okay, that into my zen. She's turning soft on us, Donnie. Uh, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I am too. It's yeah. like I gave up, you know, I mean, really those 90 degree plunges yeah. at, 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 after I got in that car accident yeah. and I hurt my neck. I can't take any more neck pressure. <laughs> on the 90 degree? What's well, a plunge? You know, some of the plunges. You mean downward on, dog? No, on some of the plunges on a, like an amusement park ride. Oh, oh a ride. I'm like, what's a plunge? Yoga. I'm thinking it's a yoga. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of the 90 well, the degree plunge. plunge. Like, remember when you it's went up in the, in the rubber band at the oh, yeah. fair with mm-hmm. your kid? Yeah, yeah. And all I could think of was, oh my gosh, my neck and my back will be oh, really no. injured. Although maybe it would snap. No, it, my brain, no, my I, brain I, shakes yeah. now on roller coasters. I can't do it. Yeah, from doing that ride. No, mine was a different ride. And it was I'm not a slingshot. Yeah, I'm not going to say what it was. Uh, why not? Because because I don't want to give. It wasn't just little teacups. No, was it? Don't no, tell me no, that. No, okay. no, 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 <laughs> no. It was the one no. where you stand up the roundup and the oh, floor the stand, drops. Yeah, and the floor drops. You, yeah, and you just go. Round the gravity and keeps you. That's the puker. The you always see the drunk people throwing up after <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the time. We gotta go. Okay, we are at the Midwest Home Luxury Remodeling Tour at House Number Six. We'll be right back. 
Laurie and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment we are live this afternoon from uh, stop number six of the Midwest home luxury remodeling tour it's our stop number one in our food for families broadcasts 4816 Wilford Way in Edina. We're actually not far from 100. We're just off of Highway 100. And uh, if you uh, do stop by, we'd love it if you bring a non-perishable food item. And we are collecting those non-perishable food items so we can help restock the shelves at Second Harvest Heartland. What's up? Thank you, Tony. What's up? Well, Julia wanted to give me water out of her big pink bottle, and I couldn't even figure out how you drink out of it. I, like, I is just, it a squeezer, or do no, you have to open it and gulp her? I hate those big... Those big it's a uh, wide mouth. But I don't like the wide mouth. At Grandma's Marathon, remember how mad I was when they had the big mouth Miller Lights? Oh, oh you God. were so mad. I just was like, who can I complain to? No it, one wants to swig out of the big... They're really big. I don't know. I think they're obscene. I don't like them. Really? Yeah, and you know that's a lot. This young, I was going to say, I've yeah, never heard right. you say that about anything. No, I I've never said that about anything <laughs> except for those big beer bottles. Okay. This young woman over here has been listening to us since she was, how old, honey? 17. 17. All right, well. And now she's 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Wow, a whole year. Yeah. Thank you. And, and she's like, I listen to you. She's best friends with the gal who lived here. Who lives here, who lives yeah. in Dallas now. Um, and well, so she's like, I've been listening to you since I was 17. Yeah. Well, remember the kid last year came up. He, was a, he just graduated, senior in high school. And he was with his mom and his sister. And he's like, hi. He said, well, I do have to say, you guys have literally been the soundtrack of my entire life. That's exactly how he sounded, too. And we're like, we because really have to say year, we're sorry. We've been on, you know, like our this will be 16 years on Sunday. We have been on a long time. We really have. Oh, time flies when you're having fun, though. I mean, it really does. I think so. It really does. Okay, so. so did you watch American Woman last night? I did. I did. On Paramount Network, this is the one Kyle Richards from the Beverly Hills Housewife has been trying to make for five years, and her two sisters, particularly Paris's mom, are pissed at her. And I think they're pissed because they heard it was going to be fantastic because it was a blast. I loved it. In half an hour, which half is nice. Half hour. I mean, did you love it? Loved. Loved. Donnie? Very, I thought it was very good. Yeah. And it's loosely based on, on Kyle's mom, Big Kathy, who is married to... A big wig. Uh, no, he was married to a Hilton. If it was Conrad right, right. Hilton or one of the Hilton you know, heirs. And uh, he leaves her for another woman. And he leaves her in 1975, which I'll just remind the young people, only because I remember... My mom uh, left my dad in 1976, but in 1975, when she was maybe thinking about it, she'd gone to the bank and found out you couldn't get a, a loan for a house or a credit card without your dad or your husband signing for it. That's very true. 1975, people. So, uh, so we've come a long way, well, baby, we, just like the Virginia I remember what she did. She went and opened a JCPenney credit card so she could start establishing credit. Yeah. My mom had us open dating mm. cards. Yeah. So we so could they start learn establishing from credit. So way anyway, that's when. when it starts place. It takes place in 1975, and she find, and it's so. Makeup, hair, the sense. best, yes. the cars. Beverly Hills, and, you know, she's a rich wife, and yep. um, she has a martini mixed, and the kids are out of sight, and she's got something flowing on, and you just know know those ladies were having sex even when they didn't want Alicia, to they Ali- didn't get to say their husband i know i'm going to be too tired tonight so don't even ask i mean that was not happening okay she was and so it paints this picture of time with snappy dialogue and a great 70s soundtrack yes. and alicia alicia 
Silverstone. Silverstone from Cher, Clueless. We'll just sit in here and fill in your dialogue. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it was so good. I just was enchanted with it. It's Mina Savari's in it? Yes. She was great. I, I always get Mina Savari and Mira Sorvino Mino mixed, mixed up. up. Yeah. Completely, okay. Laurie. I know. Yeah. Completely. But, mm-hmm. um, and then that one, the hot guy, the cell. Oh, God, I love that 70s facial hair and long hair. I'm such a sucker for it. I mean, he was Except in. A, we find out something about him pretty Okay, quick. but still hot. He's yeah. very hot, but he's mm-hmm. been in American Horror Story. I can't think of what his name is, but he no. is a good look. That hot, great, hot guy. Hot guy. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. you think he was attractive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Let's see some tighter pants. Let's what? really show the 70s in their glory. I won't give anything away, but to show you what 1975 was like when her husband says to her, marriage is not a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> and that is how it was because, yeah. of course, the people that were married then were probably, you know, 50s. My folks got divorced in 74. Yeah, you were. My parents were early. We they were, were the, early they were adapters. The well, they I called the, them the early adapters <laughs> at the Catholic school. That was lovely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true That's or so not. That's so nice of you, Mom. Yeah, thank I you. I know, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, the shame, the I'm in shame. shame. I'm in for shame. shame in the parish, mm-hmm. one of the first families. D i v o r c e. Yeah, you know it. But I do think that, it, I think the statistic that between 1974 and like 19, I don't know if it's 88, that it, they call it the divorce boom, that there were m- more divorces in that period of time than any other time. Including now, because now people just don't get married. But it was just everyone who got married in the 50s and 60s and early 70s, they realized they, I don't even like you. I can get out of this. And they just did, man. They just fled in droves. Oh, there you go. I mean, they really did. Especially (laughs) if you got married at 18, all of a sudden you've been married, you know, and you're like, I don't even like you anymore. And I'm only 32, you know. Who got married at 18? Well, Well, my parents got married at 17 and they were divorced at 35, you know. And like, isn't that seem crazy? That yeah, and they were hot and good looking and everything like that. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, American Woman. It's on Paramount TV. The Old Spike. It's I really Thursdays at nine. Yeah, Yeah. I like it's it's gonna be good. Yeah, and she was kind of enchanting in it too, as the like really playing that character. Oh. You know the Alicia. Alicia. She was so good. Is it Alicia or Alicia? It's Alicia. Alicia. No, Alicia. See, I've heard both. I've I heard oh, I thought it was Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. And, but okay. what would it be without us getting? I'm a just going to say right. she's the woman that chewed her son's food for him, and then. Oh, was she the one that did that? Put her, it in his her mouth. Her son's like name is Bear Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know we know other bears. It's like a nickname, but a real name that mm-hmm. he might change when he's older, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's got one more name that he goes by at school. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, we, she did masticate his food for him. She did. And put it like in his mouth. Yep. And yeah. we were like, she needs to get back to acting. That was my first thought. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's got too much too time, much on, time her on her hands. Too much time on her hands. And now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy Toledo's. That's yeah. a lot of work. What would work. the theory in that be? Well, you would parade if you wanted to eat healthy and you want your kid to eat healthy instead of paraing but, food but, but, when they're but, little. Isn't they, the mouth kind of a. You know. It's probably an easier way place, than but not chopping for mother things to up. child. I don't know. Where's her? Doesn't she have a housekeeper that could run the blender? I mean, you know. She she wasn't working much No, but she was one of the first people that talked about that where your baby's the attachment thing. Oh. Remember she was way into the attachment thing? She and the lady from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they were just all about attachment. Is that where kids sleep in your bed forever? Yes. And you never have sex with your husband again? Yes. You have it in the car. I don't know why anyone would go along with that. That's grounds for divorce as far as I'm Depends concerned. On, well, okay. obviously the men were not in charge in those households. Yeah. 
Well, and then maybe everyone's too tired and the boob's right there. And you the are. right there and you don't it's have to convenient. get out. You go. All right, I'm coming around. No, I'm an would. attachment parent to her. If I, I doubt it. I doubt that it. that would happen. have never happened <laughs> no, had no, you no. had You your know what? Children. I'd be worried about rolling over. Same. I, I always yeah, thought. that's true. Yeah. Even when you'd fall asleep with your baby, you know, I'd be like, oh... It's yeah. scary. Yeah, I've never slept with a baby in my life. I'm trying to think. It's if lovely. I ever have. It's so lovely. I've right slept on your with, chest. I've had him in my arms. You know, I've had so my nephews. So lovely. Yeah. Oh. yeah on I, your chest in a recliner. Yes, That's I've nice. done that, yes. Donnie. Uh, yes, yes, I have. I, I really have. All right. You have? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the Tony Awards are Sunday night. It's going to be good. Yeah, I think it is going to be good. A lot of good Josh people. Groban and Sarah Bareilles and Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. is going to perform. Tonight is the big, um, I'm just going to tell everyone, Prince Night. At the Minnesota Twins. This is their second Prince Night, and they're doing a ton of fun things. How about the inflatable? Everyone's going to have, have an, an inflatable. 10,000 people. An inflatable Prince guitar. That flashes a purple light, uh-huh. and everyone has to stand up on cue. So there'll be some Isn't great that pictures cool? on Twitter. No kidding. Today. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. We are live at home number six on the Midwest Luxury Home Remodeling Tour in Edina. Stop by. Say hi. Um, we'll be here for a couple more hours.